Hey everybody, this is Sir Charles Carey, a peak performance strategist. Mindset is the answer. But today I want to talk to you about something a little bit different. If you are an entrepreneur and if you really see the value in what you do as an entrepreneur, you want to share it on Anchor. Look, Anchor is a great place to do your podcast. Uh, It interfaces with other mediums, other platforms, which spreads your message wide and far. Not only that, your content can be uploaded quick and in a hurry. I mean, literally, if you're thinking about something you've never, uh, you know, shared with anyone, you can load it up on Anchor and share it with the world immediately. Uh, One other thing about Anchor I can tell you, it's a quality platform where you can edit, you can add music, you can trim your content. There's just so many advantages of using Anchor. And before you know it, I'm sure people will love to hear what you have to say. Just like I talk about it in my keynotes and in my workshops, someone is always waiting to hear your story the way you tell it. Take care. Sir Charles Carey. Radiate the brain and change the game with Anchor. Of what's your come up story today? We've got a good one for you. But before we get started, I want you to just really think about where you are and where you want to be in life. Because each week we have a different story that sheds an experience that I'm sure you can draw on. And we'll be right back. Ladies and gents, it is always good to see you today on the Come Up Store. We've got a gentleman that I've known for some time. In fact, I just got surprised by finding out something new about him I did not know. And it's always something interesting. And I guess if you keep living, you keep growing, you keep learning. Uh, but before we get started, let me uh, acknowledge my co-host, Kate Fit. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Great, great, great. Always good. And um, our guest today, let me introduce to some and present to others, none other than Earl Hawkins. How you doing, sir? Fine, fine. How's everybody? Okay, I know we, we're going to do this in a real gentle and delicate way because you got your hands full. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was like, oh my goodness. It was, it was all good up until, again, like I told you 10 minutes ago, I'm like, oh my goodness. My wife thought she would be back, but she's not back. That's okay. That's okay. That's, look, that's part of life. That's how it goes sometimes. So uh, without without further ado, no, I know that you do a lot and you're doing a lot now. But before we talk about that, I want to kind of dig into, you know, the younger version of you. Uh, are you a native Washingtonian? Native Washingtonian, southeast, born and raised, Ward 8. Okay. East of the river, you got to clarify that. With yeah, people. no doubt. People in that Capitol Hill. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have the political silver spoon in your mouth, huh? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, on the was it uh, was it uh, the Jeffersons moving on up on the east side of the mountain? <laughs> that's it. That's it. So let me ask you quickly: um, How was life back in the day growing up uh, east of the river? Life was good back in the day. Um, I'm not ashamed. I'm uh, July 28th, 56 years old. So, oh, okay. As you would know, different time, different generation. 
I yeah. heard the stories of, you know, living on Howard Road at the time and then moving to Bowen, B-O-W-E-N Road, which is like two miles up the street in Southeast D.C., Water, east of the river where your parents told you, you know, that's back when uh, you could you could leave the um, the screen door. Right, and right. The people, you know, the community was a community, like Pastor Lucas say, a common unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you community. go. That's all so you good. Grew up, grew up in a time like that, morals and values, where not only the next door neighbor, but you know, the lady down the street could check it. Right. You, yeah. Uh, if you if you got out of hand, they had to go. They had the the green light to do so. They would take you, you know, door to door to say, "Hey, this is mine." You see them out of, out of order, and you know, thank God, you know, it worked. You grew up, you know, with respect and morals and things that you know I work in the community these days yeah. to try you know touch touch on and bring back yeah, so what was, he's saying was, folks is that back in the day they wear them hind parts out and it was all good <laughs> it was all good discipline discipline yes, yes so now what was some of the best aspects of your youth that you really look back on and you really feel you know good about Again, the common unity of community, man, where it was us's and uh -huh. um, people looked out for one another. You know, right. very, very seldom were there, you know, just um, just crazy incidents going on. Sure, you sure. Know, people looked out for each other. People borrowed, you know, milk, sugar, what have you. Right. And, um, true community. You know, it was a true community. Everybody looked out for each other. And that's one of the things, especially, you know, um, in, in Ward Eight, on that side, gotcha. Because it's 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 set as you know, Charles. It sets it's it's by itself. You know, it's east yes, of the sir. river. It's on the other side, and um, the schools were you know closely located to where you normally went to the same track most of the time of you know elementary, oh yeah, junior high, oh yeah, senior high. You know what I'm saying? So you grew up with and, the same um, people through through your evolution. I got it. Through your evolution and, and athletics, far as in the inner city, was a big thing. You didn't have to worry about, you know, lack of participation. You know, the athletes came from um, all around uh, the city, and you know. Uh, I want to talk. I want to touch on that a little bit too. So, folks, if you're just joining us, this is what's your come up story. Today's guest is Earl Hawkins. So, if you have any comments, any questions, please <clears throat> feel free to drop your questions or your comments in the feed. Uh, we'll respond to you in real time if we can. <clears throat> but if not, we will get back to you uh, one way or another. Now, you know, I know, know where you're going as it relates to community and growing with people in the community because that was kind of common back in the day. What were some of the tougher times before we, you know, move out of that space, that time period in your life? What were some of the toughest times that you may remember? The toughest times about growing up, as you know, from in New York in a tough neighborhood, is that you either had to be able to run fast or fight good. Yeah. It was just the nature just that of the simple. Beast. Some people had, some people didn't. Some people wanted what you had. Yeah. And, um, you know, from D.C. back in the day, Charles, you know, we called it chumping. Yeah. You know, the guys would chump you out of your stuff. Or, That's right. Well, Pairs of shoes. Let me try that one on. Let me see. I, I like this. Let me see if it fit. Then they want the other shoe. No doubt. So, buddy, that that that. What was it? Uh, flight or fight? Yeah, yeah. And thank God I was nice with my hands. And then right. I was 
athletic because I got into swimming at a very young age. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. How, how, how did was how, what age did you start your athletic career prowess uh, interest? What age were you? I was five years old when I learned to swim because the complex, the apartment complex, um, better known as the projects, had mm-hmm. a swimming pool. And all of the kids in the swimming pool just happened to join. I was coming either from this grocery store or from church with my mom. And all of the kids, you know, again, close neighborhood, close knit neighborhood, they're like, Earl, you gonna join the team? You gonna join the team? And I'm like, what team? And they like, the swimming team. And the, the swimming pool was the gathering spot, you know, for our neighborhood. It was the playground connected to the swimming pool. So at nine years old, I started competing because the guy who was the manager of the pool at the time, he started a team, you know, just something for the kids to do, you know, other than hang around the pool all the time. So he started the swimming team. And that was the beginning of my, you know, swimming career through high school and college. Really? Um, it was something that I, t- it was just recreational initially. Then just took, I, it, I became pretty good at it. Being from the inner city, didn't know that swimming was all year round. You know, back yeah. in the 70s, you know, I'm a 65 baby, so in the 70s, you know, it wasn't a lot of us in the water. Right. Competing, especially. So finding out that, you know, um, club teams were interested to say, you know, you could swim all year round. You know, you get clearance from your parents and all of that. But it was just a seasonal thing. Every year we were in the swimming pool. You know, Charles, you growing up, we was in the swimming pools. The, 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 the time that the lifeguard opened the gate to the time it's like, okay, it's a daughter hour. You got to get out. And Man, that, that my, my um, interest in swimming was measured because when we grew up, you get thrown in the pool if you couldn't swim. And, you know, my dad was really like, he didn't care if you was scared or not. You, your butt was going in. So a lot of times they were like, yo, we're going to swim and you're going. I was like, nope. Yeah. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather go with summer summer camp or right. on a school right. trip, but I wasn't right. going with my family because I know I could do what I had to do and, you know, be able to enjoy myself. But um, mm-hmm. I saw a movie with Terrence Howard, but he was a yeah. swimming coach. Was that in D.C.? That was in Philadelphia. It's oh, Philadelphia. Yeah, it was uh, Philadelphia Department of Recreation, PDR, as it's known. Okay. And it's, it, yeah, and it's interesting because through my swimming career – because it was a few, only a few of us, we saw those guys that that story was about um, through our travels when we would come across one another, the local, local as in the um, outer state meets. Right. And, um, uh, two, uh, at least two of those guys went to Howard. We swam at Howard together, but I know nice. a few of those guys and some of the older guys that were on our team really are, are cool with those guys. It's crazy. I have a signed copy of that movie poster from a really good friend of mine that was like, Earl, you know what? I know you really, really would enjoy this more than me. And he was a swimmer. And um, he gave me that poster. So I have a signed pride poster from the coach to all of the swimmers. And it's it's the the characters that they were portraying, the actual right. guys. You know what I'm saying? So how but far yeah. did you go with swimming? Like, at what age did you <clears throat> either stop or just going to a different direction? How, how long did you go from five to what? From five to twenty-two through college, really, I got, I got had gotten a full scholarship at, at a few schools, but I chose Howard University, and um, I swam for Howard University, yeah, for a couple of years, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, it, well my coach. I'm sorry. I, it, it, 
for some, I really took two swimming. It was like we played, our neighborhood was, we either cracked jokes or played a lot of sports. And for some reason, because the entire neighborhood, like I said, swam. But I'm the guy that's known for swimming from the neighborhood because I stuck with it. I just happened to be, you know, good at it. And then it was my thing. Like, I really enjoyed it. You know, it just, it, it aspirations to the national level, my, my, my ability only took me to the regional level. Right. But back, but back then, we didn't have the sponsorships. You know, it was really about the money, actually, back then. I got you. Know, you. Especially swimming, yeah. Well, before I turn you over to my co-host who has some questions for you, I have a very important uh, question myself, and that is, <clears throat> ready? Drum roll. Submariner or Aquaman? <laughs> Aquaman. Really? It's, it, it's funny that you say that because between Mighty Mouse and Aquaman, you couldn't tell me I was not either. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The summertime, I was Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I couldn't even count how many times I've actually seen that movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Well, my more than capable co-host has a host of questions for you so i'm gonna let her fire away and just whatever comes to mind nothing specific whatever you feel you ready k-fit awesome. definitely most definitely well nice to meet you it's a pleasure likewise likewise thank you so my first question for you would be you know since you've been through so much um you've had all this experience could you give yourself if you have the opportunity to have a conversation with the 18 year old you what kind of advice would you give the 18-year-old you now that you are where you are, you've accomplished all that you've accomplished in your life? I definitely would say be patient. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I was um, so much into athletics that um, my, I guess I want to say social skills, so for the, for the most part. My sister, it's just me and myself and my sister, and I have two other brothers from another situation, but um, we're 11 years apart, so I was more so uh, like a loner and just did my own thing, and um, and that's where the Mighty Mouse and the Aquaman, you know, uh, dreams would come from. But um, be patient. There's no question is a bad question, and um, be respectful. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I look back and you said 18 for sure, um, I will say that you know. Growing up at the time I grew up parenting, you weren't going to be too disrespectful to anybody. But I think uh, I, I had to grow into um, my um, outgoing, being more outgoing. Right, right. Okay. Okay, I can dig that. So my next question for you is, it sounds like, you know, from hearing your story that swimming became your thing because it was just pretty much a part of your environment, you know, was right there accessible to you. So do you ever feel at any point that you missed your calling, that it wasn't swimming, that it was something else, just because of how the dynamics played out for you? Actually, it's, that's a great question because I'm ambidextrous. I throw with my left hand, I write with my right, and like I was sharing with you both earlier, growing up, it was either fight or flight. I was really good with my hands and I actually wanted to be a boxer. Really? And oh. getting into it, what that wasn't as accessible because the um, community center in the Southeast area was maybe like two miles away 
uh, from where we stayed. So I, you know, being young, I couldn't drive there and it was a little bit too dangerous to be walking at that time. So I really didn't get, I guess, access to the gym, I want to say. In the neighborhood, the close little one way in, one way out neighborhood we lived in, we pretty much, you know, fought each other. And the blessing, thank God, was back then, you had your differences and then you was friends the next minute going to the ice cream truck mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. the next day. You know, it wasn't like this new generation. It wasn't that serious. Right. That, um, you right. Know, and, and again, grown-ups or the men in the community weren't going to allow you to uh, take it too far. Back when we were growing up, you only had that uh, crazy or that drunk uncle that it would even, you know. Oh, you had one too? Um, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, we got a, sure. we got a question. Lying. We have a question from someone online. They say, who were some of your mentors when you were younger? Wow. First and foremost, mom and dad. Mom more so than dad was the disciplinarian. I looked up again uh, to athletes because learning to swim at five and then starting to compete at nine, I was around, you know, a, a, a number of people athletically. And then, you know, no, numerous coaches and um, uh, just all nationalities too, Charles, because again, um, it wasn't many of us. Right. So it's a number of other swimmers' parents as well that instilled a lot of things within you because in our community, a lot of times your parent may not have was able to stay the entire weekend or the right. you know it's like swimming's an individual sport like track and field and tennis and it takes up a lot of time and and uh, a lot of times you were left with you know some 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 really good adults to say hey you know. I, you know, your mom got to go. She had to go do whatever. And if dad was there, he may have to go and work or do whatever. So a lot of the sports are so awesome in the discipline aspect and in that community aspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, um, I, I want K-Fit to keep going, but I just thought of another question I want to interject with. Uh, first it was Aquaman or Submariner. Well, okay, here's the next one. Ready? Drum roll. Spitz or Phelps? Woo! <laughs> awesome question. Always, I, I, I always lean towards the older generation of yeah. athletes only because, Charles, the rules have changed. Oh, okay. Who wears what we could do back then and not get disqualified. The rules have changed. They can, they can sub, submerge their head and do all of this stuff that we couldn't do. So it's like football. Football, you know, it, 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 we, you and I, you know, and I'm and, and, and not excluding our esteem, you know, the daughter. Co-host, yeah. <laughs> yeah, host. You and I grew up watching football with a whole different set of rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's definitely Mark Spitz because he was looked up to as an idol. And as you grow older to realize, you know, they've changed like the rules of football and basketball. You know, Jerry Rice to me is the ultimate because he gained a thousand yards with basically getting a, a broken nose every game. Wow. Yeah, I see because, what you're saying. And, and, and that's just an exaggeration, but you know, you sure. can put your you can put your hands on the Joker back in our day. Right. So I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, K Fit. Um 
were there any prominent black swimmers like between, I guess, the days that you were swimming, you know, professionally or otherwise, uh, were there? Because I don't, I don't know them. In fact, we were such an anomaly when it comes to a sport like swimming. You never right. think about African-Americans, male or female. Very much. Very much so. Yes, it's a guy named Fred Evans who's, who's known in the swimming world. Um, and I believe he was from Chicago. Okay. Uh, we had a guy from out the DMV area. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to adjust this screen. Um, he, Bobby Murray, was another guy who was an older um, generation of swimming when we were coming up. Um, and it's a few other names, uh, Solomon Robinson, uh, Mark Roy Lewis. I know them because I was around them. Right. Prayer, prayerfully, there'll be another story, a swimming story of the Capital Sea Devils, who's the team that I swam with, which was based out of Capitol Hill, that no knock against, and I told those guys, it's no knock against the pride story, but the Capital East Sea Devils story is the story of um, a coach who was a, 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 a white lady who took on the inner city kids and the inner city kids story um, of how we came about the black kids from Ward 8, how we came about to swim on that team. So hopefully some things, I've been talking to some people, some things hopefully in the works that they'll get some stuff out or, or if somebody will pick it up and make it. Into yeah, I just time. had to ask those questions because in Great a question. sense, this is uh, sort of historic because of the fact that black people are not prominent in swimming. And most people you talk to, they've done almost any other sport. So tennis yeah. and swimming is not, the quote, unquote, the norm. It has been because of the Williams sisters, because of right. Arthur Ashe, uh, Coco uh, Golf, and yes. a few others. But uh, primarily, we stick to the other sports, baseball, basketball, and football. I'm right. sorry, Kate Fitt. You can re please resume your questions. No problem. So my next question for you is pretty much like, I want you to complete a sentence in your own words. So I'm going to leave the end of the sentence blank. So complete this sentence in your own words. So we are stating this. Life, liberty, and blank. And it could be whatever you feel is appropriate for that ending. Life, liberty, and justice, for sure. Nice. Love it. I haven't heard that response yet. I've heard love a lot in other things and happiness, but I've never heard justice. That definitely hits home with today, today and what's going on in the world. So for sure. Most definitely. Most definitely. And, and, as, and, and I'm certain Charles knows, but part of my story is a justice story. And it's yeah, so I wanted you to get to that too at some point. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let me cut this light. Let me cut this light on. I see I'm getting dark. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Oh yeah, that should be better. Yeah. Yes, much better. Okay. So, do you believe in the American dream? That's my next story. As in, you know, you graduate high school, go to college, get married, have kids, 401k, or have you always been the opposite person that never believed in the American dream and already knew from day one what you had to do for your family? Growing up, my both of my parents were, if not district government employees, they were federal government employees, which I'm a data analyst now in the federal government and the, the, the you know, nine to five is financing the dream at this point, you know, mm -hmm. right now. And that's, and that's the reality of how it is. Everything is, um, 
you know, it, 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 you may get a, a gift here and there, but somebody paid for it. Right. So, right. You know, it, things cost. So I definitely believe in the American dream on the, on again, on the basis of community, because I don't, I, I'll never say I'm racist, but I'm definitely uh, a, a champion of my people. And, um, you know, that's what I, I work in the community now, um, Ward 8, and, um, but the, the, the DMV, but especially Ward 8, to just pray for, bring unity or to, you know, to bring some type of common unity again of us coming together as a people. Um, because, you know, it takes a village and, you know, you can't do anything by yourself. So, right. yeah, yeah, the, 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 the working aspect. I grew up in a working class household, so work, it's, it's, it's what I knew. And again, the parenting aspect, they weren't having it no other kind of way. Well, before she <laughs> continues with, with her questions, you know, you alluded a little bit to uh, the justice side of your life. Can you share that particular aspect of what you've gone through? Right, right. Yeah. Um, a part of my story is midway through college, my going into the second year, I um, just got got hooked up with, you know, wrong crowd out of being from being from DC, the out of town is everybody wanted to go to the go go. And I tell people this story all the time, homeboy and homegirl, in my opinion, originates from college campuses, you know, if you're looking for the haircut, ask the homeboy, mm -hmm. if you're looking for, you know, nice place to get you know, your hair braided or your dreads, your dreads or what's sure. going on. Ask the homegirl. So a lot of people, you know, were like, hey, you know, we're gonna get my hair cut. We're gonna get this, that, or the other. And that's just a whole whole bunch of stuff. And you, you, you're popular to the extent of you can help people navigate Washington, D.C. So getting caught up in the wrong crowd, my grades slip, I fall uh, in academic probation, and I lose my scholarship. Mm. And kind of fast forward to that not really uh, communicating like I, you know, should have outside of athletics. I um, took a foray into the streets, the world of, of, of drug dealing, and I ended up 20 years ago a little more do, doing a, a, a federal prison time. Wow. How, yeah. how long did you have to, how long was your bed? It was a 10-year mandatory minimum sentence that was imposed a few years after the Lynn Bias situation. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. I guess that's a, an experience within itself. I mean, do you feel that that made you a better person or did it make you a bitter person? It definitely made me a better person because I went in after the... I, one, I knew better. Two, I, I went in not having to face that time, I hope that I could have gotten, you know, uh, an appeal and some time taken sure. off, but it didn't happen to me. But I realized, thank God for some wisdom, I realized that I can't be bitter all these years. Got you. I got you. So that, 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 that once I, I got my mind right and, and tapped in to my spiritual connection, which is I follow the teachings of the body. Right. And um, it works for me. Those are uh, awesome instructions that just like your parent would tell you, you know, look both ways before you cross the street. Mm -hmm. I find that to be wise. 
<laughs> yes, sir. So once I really tapped into, you know, my spiritual self as far as understanding, look, you got to deal with this situation. You made your bed. You got to lay in it. I couldn't be bitter. You know, my situation in, in a nutshell was I thought I was helping a friend who literally I was helping him get me incarcerated because, you know, I was told on about what I was doing. Right. didn't have anything to do with what he was doing, but, you know, that, that life is, hey, you know, every man and woman for themselves. Yes, and sir. I, I came out much better, and it's so interesting because that's an awesome question that I, my, I feel for individuals that come out bitter because you, um, for whatever reason, you think you're going to do something different than you did mm -hmm. before, and you don't change your mindset, your, your books, man, it just, just, you know, change the, changing the brain. And yeah. then you get into the same situation or worse, and you're getting back incarcerated. It's just, you know, if you don't get, you know, sadly uh, killed in the street as far as the drug game, you know, that was my situation. I can speak on the drug game because that was my situation. No but doubt, no doubt, no doubt. It, 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 it never turns out better than it did the first time. So, um, I guess, you know, now that I, I would say it was just in some ways, it may sound crazy to some people, a blessing that you were able to go through what you went through, get out and still hold the position, the type of position that you have now. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that's not the you're, norm. You're, you're exactly right. And again, it's just tapping into, man, my... Uh, you know, just that whole connection with, you know, a high power God mm -hmm. and just change, changing my brain, bro. I can't get away from your book. It's like radiate the brain and change the game. Yes, the sir. Brain. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. The, the mindset of look, what you going to do now? Like, God, you know, you have we have one day we're given each new day is a new day we've never seen before. If you're given life on that day, what are you going to do with that day? Yeah. So, I wasn't just going to sit and, 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 and shrivel up and die. So I had to press forward, move forward. And you're right. God has a way of allowing things to happen yeah. to really get your attention. I bear witness to that. I think that there's a book in your future. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I think there should be. No, I totally agree. You, you and I talked a while back. I procrastinated, man. I've talked it. I, it, it's, it's in me. I, I need to start writing or recording some stuff. I don't do a lot of writing, but I, I need to start recording some of the, my conversations because they're, they're chapters in the book. Yes, sir. Exactly. Exactly. So before we get on to some of the current events and the juicy stuff, I'm going to ask Kate Fit if she has any other questions she could uh, throw at you so that uh, we can keep it moving forward. Okay, so my next question for you is, do you feel there is a difference between personal and professional development? I do. Um, I'm big on ethics. And that being, you could, um, somebody can drop a, you know, multi-million dollar company in your lap right now. If you don't have any ethics, morals and values, I, you know, no knock, you know, May he rest in peace. I don't want to, you know, I don't disrespect anybody. But if you ain't careful, you're going to burn him made off that thing. Mm, and True that. Ah, you know, so I, for me, it starts with personal development. And the whole 
you know, to be a leader, you've got to be able to follow and understand that and, you know, bring people along as you lead. And that takes um, humble. You have to be humble and, and, and grateful and, you know, um, thoughtful enough to know you as a person that, you know, you can set pride aside and let, let's build together, especially, and I, I always hop on this, especially us, our community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I love what you guys are doing and just the, the, the fact that, you know, it's blood, but we all look alike. This is a beautiful, this is a beautiful picture. Hey, 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 hey. I mean. <laughs> no, I know. I miss <laughs> they do look alike. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful picture, man. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful, I'll be honest with you. Um and I understand exactly well, I can't say exactly, but I'll just say generally, I understand where you're coming from because of the challenges that I had for a good period in my life and to come mm -hmm. back from the other side and mm -hmm. to be considered a productive citizen or member of society. I don't take it for granted, you know, and uh I know for me it was really challenging to be quote unquote a crackhead and then mm -hmm. to bounce back and somebody give you like a $5,000 credit card and ask you to go from different city to city to city, state to state mm -hmm. um, and do presentations on customer service and leadership mm -hmm. and communication and you do it and then you get glowing results and letters of accommodation. To me, that's not the norm and neither is your story, my friend. So I want to ask you about <clears throat> something that many of us get to know you for, and that's Faith Works. How did you come up with that name? Again, going through that situation, and I may had to make my mind up, okay, you're, you know, in an incarcerated state. What are you going to do outside in the, you know, great big world? And I knew what my walk would be because one thing, one thing about me, I might not have asked a lot of questions coming up, but I took instruction with it. So I learned my lesson and that was a done deal. I was right. through. And um, I knew that I wanted to, you know, honor God in a way that it was faith that got me through. And what I mean is I had to come out of myself in the sense of, my first couple of years that, you know, I was tormented, I tossed and turned because all I wanted was revenge on the individual who, you know, turned me in. Sure. So once I got that peace that surpasses all understanding, mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to represent in a way that was outside of just, you know, four walls. Because you, as you know, we're, we're the church, you know, it's many members of one body. Right. And people would always um, compliment me on what I wore. And okay. I was like, you know what? God, that, you know, if, you know, I, I like to represent in that way. You know, we see a ton of logos. We see a ton of slogans. And it's just amazing how God works because it didn't start out with faith works, but it was, you know, going to be like something of faith. Right. And I wanted to, I wanted to blanket it in the sense of, okay, it's whatever you believe in. We need to start there with the foundation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you might you might not you might not like chocolate ice cream. I love it. You might like, you know, cookies and cream. No However, doubt. we still we still talk about ice cream though. Right. True that. So let's start there 
and move forward. So I was like, you know what? If I present something, slogan, logo, mm-hmm. that, you know, represents what I'm about, that will start the conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I, well, I think it's fast. I think it's fantastic, man. Uh, I'm look. I'm looking at the feed. Someone said, "Earl, did you know Dr. Arnold McKnight? He worked a lot with young people in different sports." Oh, okay. I think that's from Sharon Parker. Dr. Arnold McKnight. I didn't did not. He, I think he, 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 local guy from this town. I, I, I'm not. If sure. she's still looking, hope maybe she'll post more so we can get a feel for. Um, okay. where she's, you know, the tie-in. I b- believe it was boxing, but I'm not 100% sure if that's all that he did. Oh, okay. But, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I think you've got a fantastic story. Um, and, and I really, I, I really, um, really excited about it because I can't say I remember the beginning, but I remember when it was taking off. And since then, I've seen professional athletes wearing your your designs um i like the variety that your designs are they're they're they they, they pop the colors the the i mean it's just really i think it's i i see it as honestly as a multi-million dollar um brand Uh, i know you have to make the right connections but i think it's going to grow and it's going to grow uh maybe look reach out to russell simmons or Shark Tank or something like that, man, because uh, I think yeah. you've got something there, man. I truly appreciate it. You have, you have in, in, in encouraged me from the beginning. And it's so interesting because, and I can't get away from always giving honor to God. Oh, yeah. That the, the times when I'm like, you know, the enemy putting my head, oh, ain't nobody thinking about that foolishness. You know, you know, being a man of God, you know, it, it, it say, you know, the humble with and her, it heard, you know, you, to be humble, to, it's uh, it, that takes strength and yeah. and 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 in and, and a deep knowing of thyself. And um, it's been times when I'm just like, ah, I don't know. But if I was doing, you know, something crazy, but but you, you know, know what? I think call- that's I think that's fair that you have that thought of uncertainty at times, which shows your humility because you're trying to do a good thing in an authentic space mm-hmm. and uh, for a good purpose. But, you know, that's the thing that draws us back closer to God because mm-hmm. by you being who you are and how you are, you know, after the thought of I'm not sure, I'm sure there are thoughts of encouragement or thoughts of, thoughts of try it this way that for come sure. to you. And then, you know, you get a refresh or n- renewed energy to go back exactly. and continue uh, the journey towards your destination because now it's about your family, even right. more so your immediate family I'm talking about, your wife right. and, and your children. And mm-hmm. I think that's just a beautiful piece, man. Um, you know, where is uh, the brand going now? Next, what's what's up with FaithWorks? What are your plans for FaithWorks? And we have another question, which I'll come to after uh, you uh, tell us where the brand is going. Right. And, and, and again, thank you again for your encouragement. Right now, I'm working on just a multimedia package and the advertising, the campaign that, you know, you know, social media is, 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 is the, the catalyst of just touching bases, not only locally, but internationally. And 
with social media, e-commerce, you know, I have the website, faithwillwork.com. Um, people like yourself, they encouraged me and reached out to like, hey, you got something there. Like, you know, faith does work. Like, yep. it's like, just do it. It's like, wow, that, that, that says something. So I trademarked faith will work and faith works. So I just play on both of those statements and uh, clothing and apparel. I put it on anything that I can get it on. And, okay. Um, the fact that, you know, people like yourself and Sharon, people, you know, organically will support and wear it and people see it. And that's how you grow a brand. Yep. And that's what's been happening as far as reaching out, utilizing social media to reach out. Then people that, you know, like you stated, some people know people that know people. Yeah. That's like, you know what? Let me get um, an item. I want to, you know, put this in somebody's hand. And it's just been a blessing because, you know, God has been opening the door. You know, say a man's gift will make room for him. God has been opening doors to where people will, you know, allow me to sit at the table. I'm working with an advocate group that um, we're trying to uh, uh, advocate for, you know, the, the reform of prison food. Better okay. diet, better, you know, just better food in general. Sure. And it's a number of um, organizations that are uh, starting, of course, here in D.C., number of organizations that, um, you know, trying to make a difference, you know, in prison reform. And this, partic this particular group, is, it's, it's with, the, um, with the nutrition. Oh, so, that's a good thing, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's marketing and advertising and just growing the brand. Now, I'm going back to the feed. Sharon says Dr. Arnold Renight was a D.C. boxing commissioner. He died in 2007, and he worked in Ward 7 and Ward 8. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Does that ring I'm a bell? I'm definitely probably familiar with seeing him because what was interesting, me actually getting into swimming as my first sport, being from the inner city, a lot of boxers, they came to the swimming pool to train to get endurance and so on and so forth. So I knew I knew a lot okay. of the boxers from the city. And I would, you know, from school to uh, recreation, I would be around those guys. So I'm sure I've come across them because I would go to the boxing matches and all of that. Yeah. Think about an individual sport, you know, track, tennis, swimming. Um, if I did too much during the weekday when the swimming events came up my coaches knew like hey something you're not you're not yourself what's going on you know and you know being just being truthful hey i went to the skating rink or i you know i trained with my buddy they like uh you know you can't be doing that yeah stuff yeah they take it out you so once your productivity was falling it's like you don't understand like what's going on but yeah i'm i'm, I'm sure and i'm definitely sure probably in seeing him because marion burry used to have a tournament that oh, okay. came through, you know, the inner city and came through Howard University as well. So, you know, being being a student at Howard, if the if the fights were on Saturday, we'd sneak in Bird Gymnasium and get in the ring on Friday nights. Just gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Sharon also says that she's still wearing her hats, and so am I, even with this big head, man. I got to get another another one. <laughs> hey, again, I appreciate it, man, because. It's, it's brand awareness and it's how you grow a brand and people see 
people in it and it's just like oh you know i will get texts or calls or you run across people and like you know what i saw somebody with the, a shirt that's similar to that or says something like that and i'm like thanks that's my line and they're like that's your line or you're in um you know a a, a, a clothing store or you're in a restaurant or you're in the grocery store and people like fake words i like that you know what i'm saying yeah and i'm like yeah, that's my clothing line. I'm trying to get it off the ground. You know, you got to you got you got to promote. You got to promote. So, okay, Fit, can you relate to that? Absolutely, definitely. Just smile and definitely relate for sure. You know, I have my brand as well, and it's a lot of emails, a lot of talking, printing, graphics, exposure, highlights, scenes, marketing. You know, putting on different people, different images. You know, people mm-hmm. talking about it, commenting about it, reviewing about it. It's a lot that goes into it. Do you both yeah. do? Do you both take your stuff to uh, places to be vendors and stuff like that? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And I, I have to start doing more of that as well. Um, just to, you know, joining groups on social media and the opportunities come. Sometimes the timing is, you know, uh, it's off. But again, like K Fit, no, it's it's like. It's just getting it out there. I do. I'm a business major, so I do a lot of research on, you know, companies that succeeded, companies right. that failed. You know, that's that was just part of the curriculum. And um, social media allows you to, you know, we all walk around with handheld computers now, and you 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 can get a lot of information, you know, outside of the foolishness that's go, that's that's out there. Yes, you can get indeed. a lot of information. You can follow a lot of they're doing and what works and what doesn't. And then, you know, add your little seasoning and flavor to what, what what's going on that works for you as far as your business. So um, you touched on something again that I get a lot that people are like, man, you really got something there. And I'm just like, you know, thank God that it, it's encouraging. I, you, to I, feel, I really feel you do, man. It's just about uh, timing and positioning, you know, the right person, the right place or whatever the case may be. And uh, right. then there's no telling. There's no uh, there's no ceiling, you know. So that's great. But um, Kay Fitch, you have some more questions? For sure. I wanted to ask you, what keeps you going? You know, you have so much to tell. So what, what's the main source of things that keep you going? Would you say it's just the youth and you from swimming? Is it now the brand? Um, is it the story about, you know, the, the criminal justice situation? Like, what's the main thing that keeps you going right now? It's definitely all of all, uh, 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 a smorgasbord of everything you just said. But life in general, I thank God, I, you know, just parenting, I grew up, I take nothing for granted. So just the fact that, you know, you wake up and um, just first and foremost, being in tune with, with, with knowing it's a power higher than myself. Right. And you wake up and you move forward. And Charles said something that I had omitted far as the returning citizen aspect, I just wanted to be a productive member of society again. You know, I don't only let God down, I let myself down, I let my family down. So it's like, what are you gonna do? And the 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 enjoyment and the thrill of life, I guess, is, is really what I wanna say. And, you know, be, be, being a black man, you know, it's just black period, it's, it, we it, we, we what they all talk about. Yeah. So you true. know what I mean? From 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 the scriptures to the Quran to the Circle Seven to the you know more science temple. You know it's 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 about us. You know what I mean? So 
just, just knowing that we right, <laughs> just knowing that we are the true kings and queens, we descendants from that. I'm I'm just a, 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 a beside myself, and and it saddens my heart to see you know what's going on in not only our city but the inner cities across the country with us. Yep. So just wanting to make a difference and try to help somebody along the way is what keeps me going. I love that, you know, so this interview went so well because you answered questions without me having to ask you certain things. So I'm like, okay, he said that, he said that, he said that, he said that. So it went really well. Um, so my next question kind of piggyback off of everything you just said about, you know, men right now. You're right, black, Latino, brown men, men in general are a big target right now. So for you, you pretty much told me a little bit, but you know, I want to go a little bit deeper for you. So what does it mean for you to be a man, you know? You sound like a man that had many phases in his life, went through many experiences. So right now, what does it mean to you to be a black man right now? First and foremost, men respect men. I share with people, uh, women especially, every male isn't a man. And it's, you know, how you encounter one another. As far as human beings, first and foremost, you know, it starts with respect. But... Mm -hmm. I have to be not only a reflection of, you know, myself, but my community, like Charles said, my family, our culture. Yeah. I, we, we as people, and I know you asked me as a man, we as people, I have to represent myself in a way that, yes, I may favor the guy that just came in the 7-Eleven and stuck y'all up, but it ain't me. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to, you know, we, you, we, you deal with that on a daily basis. And I, being, at, being an athlete, being a competitor, at, my spirit is competitive as far as athletics. And um, I just want to prove people, true people wrong in the sense of that we ain't all alike. Yeah, right. True that. And we truly are the kings and queens of this world. Mm-hmm. So I know I got to work, and it's been times I used to, I, my, my head, my head held low, but I, I have to walk with my head up and my chest out, and I have to speak in a way where people, you know, especially others, people will say, whoa, you know, he's got a little knowledge, a little intelligence there, you know, and hopefully they listen to what I'm saying. Right. You know what I mean? And you present yourself in a way where, you know, it's, it's, um, I respect our ancestors. It's the, they they went through. I can't even imagine, but right. enough history out there to know that I can't. I I, I got to represent. Exactly. Amen to that. Well, that was on point. You rap, sign, still delivered this like amazing. It was a great opportunity to interview you. And just ask you one more question, and Sir Charles can take on the rest of this. Would you say you're presently living or existing? Oh, I'm definitely living. I am definitely living. I will say before my situation of awakening, just like God, like, okay, you ain't listening. I was just existing because all the opportunities were before me and I was, you know, just going through the motions of nine to five, nine to five, nine to five is just what, mm -hmm. just what you do. But I was living a whole nother life doing some other stuff and mm -hmm. it just i look back on it just like wow i wasted a lot of time thank god for being the god that he is that 
yes. took, he's not bound by time and took and restored pretty much everything. And I didn't lose my life. I had a lot of buddies that lost their life or their serving life for sentences. But mm. definitely living because, like I stated earlier, you, you know, being 56, you might got a little aches and pains here and there, but waking up generally in decent health, <laughs> when I tell you, I'm just ecstatic. I'm happy. And then, you know, kind of I caught a glimpse of the little one. That was a miracle in and of itself because your dad knows, like, we, my, my wife's one year old, yet uh, one year younger than me. So just the fact that she was able to give birth, she's okay, yeah. the baby's okay. When I tell you, I mean, you know, some people, I guess, just don't understand why, you know, I'm so happy. And it is what it is because I got, I, I can tell you why. It's like, it, it's, it's, it, it, people are going through some things that, you know what I mean? I'm just thankful that you turn on the news and it wasn't me or mine. Exactly. Exactly. So let me, let me ask you this. Um, what's, is there anything new or what's new with the brand first and foremost? And um, well, let me just let you answer that first, and then I'll go to the next thing. The new, well, hats, sweater, sweatsuits, whole suits. What you? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, right, yeah. Right. The whole, the whole gamut. When you shared with me about your daughter, and, and, and it's just like, wow, I'm, 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 just learning that I'm cheering her on, rooting her on, and it's like you know the wholesale retail game, and it's you know quality, and just moving into like you said, you know sweatsuits joggers they call them these days um new graphics always always kind of like switching up the graphics if you see if you kind of like can see if i can see this says la 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 where oh, just the camera yeah yes la, la fede la fede yeah what does that mean is that no that means this our faith, faith of, this means this faith of ours okay yeah 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 and it's it's what language it's a play, thank you. It's a play on La Cosa Nostra. La Cosa Nostra, um, our thing, yeah. The Italian mob, right. No doubt. So what what I've been doing, let me get this thing straight, is I'm going to utilize and take anything that I see that will fit. Whoa. There you go. Fit the brand. I'm, I'm, I got to realize that I'm going in the opposite direction. No, anything that will, that will fit the brand, um, slogan-wise, logo-wise, um, Google Translate, FaithWorks, I, 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 I print stuff in any language because it's, it's international. This is an international thing. It's just like, you know, not just in, uh, you know, don't, and don't get me wrong, these are established companies, but, you know, it's a, to me, it's a little more than three stripes. It's a little more than than uh, uh, a swoosh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, an, a U and an A. It's right. it's, it's faith. It's yeah. faith. And now, um, let me let me say this though. But if you took that same shirt, just one of the you know many designs you have, and you use Spanish, English, um, different fonts or whatever, is there a standard? Faith works or faith will work. Is there a standard design that you're using with some of the accentuated uh, fonts, or is it always different? Because I'm just trying to figure how are people going to look at a design and go, "Oh, I know that." You know, like what is going to be the the right. design that represents 
faith works? Is there one, or is it, you still kind of like not sure yet with that? Right. Lately, and I say lately, because I have a ton of designs that I, I, I play on. Mm-hmm. As you see the, the 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 strength of the king and the lion, and the the logo is the um, and I think you and Sharon has the the, the it's actually yeah we have the hands picture media the the guy the guy with the prayer hands that's at the patent and trademark office as the uh, official logo okay um, of, of of faith works yeah. I think I think it's time to file some more, man, because uh, I think you got something there. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, bruh, I'm trying to tell you, it's it's, it's you, you so on point because I'm like, you know what? Those trademark applications cost some money, and I thank God for promotion to be able to get because you're right. It's a few more things that I need to uh, yes, sir, apply for. And um, again, doing research early on years back when I was um, looking to. Uh, trademark faith works and faith will work i looked and i'm like man nike's got about 300 things tra- you know statements trademark you know some of them are no longer in, in in use but a lot of them it's just you know it's the it's the a500 nike it's the this that and the other and all of us trademarks and i'm just right. like and yeah being a, being a finance guy i'm looking like ooh, that was a lot of money <laughs> 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 So, so how can people contact you if they would like to purchase uh, your your items or just get in touch with you for other interviews or whatever it may be? How can you be contacted for you know monetize uh, the product or just for opportunities to speak or whatever? Got you. Faithwillwork.com is the website, which it links up to Instagram from the website. And I post most of everything on Instagram. It's trying to update the website. I get a little behind, but newer newer items I post on Instagram and, and, and on Instagram, you'll see faithwillwork.com. But you know, you okay, faithwillwork.com. Email, uh, you know, a contact, and it has my a little snippet of my story on about us. But faithwillwork.com okay. is how people can and, and, and info. At faithwillwork.com as far is as the email. Oh, okay, but okay, that's yeah, that's easy. On, yeah, it's all on the website. Yeah. Okay. Did you see me jotting it down? I got. It. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I gotta, I gotta get your information as well because one thing I tell people being a business major, you know, we we can cross marketing, and cross advertising, and help one another. Yeah. It's just, it's it. Everybody, every other culture does it. Yep. And we got to get better at it. it. I, you know, I, people, I tell people all the time, you know, Martin, Martin said it on one of his shows. You know, when I blow up, you blow up. I already know who I'm going to reach out to as far as, the, you know, the team. Because a prayer years ago was, God, just assemble the team that you would have, you know, be, me, me, me link with to push forward. Because we all going to eat. Because yeah. we all going to break. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Doing, you're doing great things. And I mean, Charles, you you know, I was telling Sharon, I mean, you 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 knocked this thing down, you had it. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, I'm like, I know me and I know how I conducted myself in the street, and I'm like, you know, like Jay-Z, those those kids transfer. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm like, when that break comes, when that opportunity comes, I'm running with it. I already know what I'm gonna do. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, look, yeah. man, I just want to say thank you for taking time to uh, spend with us. Uh, it's been good hearing your story, seeing where you're going, uh, yeah. meeting the new addition to your family, and Appreciate all it. of that, man. And until next time, radiate the brain, change the man. game, folks.